Drive on Lugnut. We are live with the the podcast, and uh, you know, just saying that's how I uh, save Tamriel from vampires. Okay, what does that have to do with SpaceX? Ah, well, I guess we should just start start the show. This week, safety recall by Mercedes and Ford's doors are all open. New safety features in the EU brought to you by Mercedes and Cetera. We talk about the Silverado's interior and more. Then we'll have car chat. 400 mile range caddy, which would be amazing if it wasn't for 2025. The Lotus of Kia, Porsche engineer dies at the age of 90, we look back. And we have the Dacia. Century. Drive on lug nuts indeed. And as we always say, this is a Perjangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation of the Lug Nuts program. I myself am Matthew Bucarell, the Batman, and this is Stephen Bucarell, Big Brother, chewing his bone ever so delicately, is Link Diablo in the background. He is our mascot and hero of time. Don't tell anyone. But we want you to hop over here and tell everyone about PJNWH.com. You'll find the best of all the highlight videos from Let's Play With Your Pajangers every Saturday, Lug Nuts every Sunday, and Triforce Podcast every Monday, right here in the all videos. But if you want to watch the whole thing, you'll find them all right here. Triforce Podcast last week was Fuck Left for Dead, Portal. <laughs> and Lug Nuts last week was You're Gonna Want the Ladder. Yeah, I still say get the ladder. But up first, we have safety recalls. Mm. Election. Oh, we have the tes- your Tesla yeah, story. Yeah, the Tesla story. Right. Tesla's battery supplier says that it made a battery that can last 16 years and 100 million miles. Elon motherfucking Musk, man. Come on now. Okay, so uh, that's really hard to compete with. Everybody else is like, we got 200! We got Isn't- 250! He's like, yeah. hey, how about a million? Cadillac, in a further story, has a story of their 400-mile-range Cadillac, but not until 2025. Elon's probably got that now. Well, I mean, the man just sent two people into space for the first time in on U.S. soil in Yeah, decades, where's so. my National Geographic documentary on that? Yeah, get to it. Are you editing? Were Wait, we doing did- something? Look. Adequately, though, they did release on Disney Plus the National Geographic on SpaceX, which, which is all about. amazing. You should watch it. All culminates to sending a car, a Tesla. Oh, yeah. A car into space. Into space. It's, it's quite inspirational, especially when he, really he lands the rocket vertically. It shows you everything, all the hardships and everything that he had to do, which I will not stop talking about, Elon, because but the man has a dream. What if you have a Mercedes and you have a problem with your seat latch? Well, I would probably call Mercedes because that's a safety issue. They have a problem with the seat latch. It will open. <clears throat> it will open on 2011 yeah. to 2016 models. No, mm-hmm. that's the next story. That's Ford. 
Yeah, this one. Mercedes is, uh, Benz is recalling. It's about thirteen hundred, uh, about thirteen hundred uh, vehicles. About two thousand. They're going to replace a seat, AMGs. the left rear seat latch. So if you've been having problems. It was Mercedes' fault. They're going to do it gratis. It may not be strong enough to withstand certain loads, which that can be a safety issue. They just are not releasing that load. From which side? If you like, sit on it too much and it'll break, or if they're putting stuff in the trunk. Any kind of stress so like on they have a Mercedes, so they're like shoving money in there. Yeah, if you shove too much money and it it pushes on this that is my seat fantasy latch. of people who own Mercedes. Yeah, the seat back. So it, in that left rear seat, if it's getting too much money pushed on it, it's going <laughs> to pop too much stress on the seat latch. So but they'll fix it, and then you can if your do duffel whatever. if your duffel bag of money is too full. Then it could pop open, and then if somebody's shooting at your armored uh, proof, because I'm, I'm I'm sure I don't I don't I think I'm sure I in this scenario thinking, I think you're thinking of of a movie. I'm, I'm like probably thinking of Bad Boys. I'm probably so, thinking of yeah, Bad Boys. Yeah. Okay, Bo- that, let's move anyway. on to Ford because their doors are still opening. Wow. <laughs> this this recall, it, I don't know why they have a. <laughs> I was about to say they really Ford. got the company wrong, but it says. <laughs> The first word of the story says Ford is recalling two million vehicles. I'm they're not going to. They're recalling the vehicles because the doors keep opening when people are driving. I'm just not only say, that, right here. But they've tried to fix this problem once or twice before. That is why a, a, a Toyota emblem popped up on a Ford story right here. That little. Emblem right here in the yeah corner, right there little red one. Is there a guy who lives in a house that doesn't like them? Yes, yeah, you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't He's somebody on top of a hill. But you but do if you have get a Ford year twenty eleven to twenty sixteen, maybe your door will stop actually opening when uh, you drive. If you have a Ford Fiesta Fusion Fusion Focus Fusion C Max Mustang Escape SUV. Transit vans. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln MKZ, the MKC SUVs have been model ranging 2011 2016. So if your vehicle's getting a little bit older and you bought it new, you may be affected by this. And it's a possible door latch part uh, that can crack, especially when subjected to high heat. So if you are more in the Sun Belt states. If you're in the Plains, if you're in the probably Arizonas, be bigger problem maybe there. you want to get that checked out because you get a lot of heat and out there, uh, and that'll getting, affect it differently. It's starting to warm up here. Temperature. That's Matman's tip for the week because temperature has a really so much to do with your car. If you gotta know, like especially with diagnosing when a problem it. it is happening, and if temperature is an issue, because that could lead to a whole bunch of different other stuff. This that's a technical beat, but temperature is a is an important thing. This and so is safety. Mercedes is always on the cutting edge. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not giving anything to that. No, Mercedes but... is always on the cutting edge of safety, and Satira, which if you don't recognize the name, they're a bus company. You've probably ridden in their buses. Okay, if you. Been in a bus before, I assume. Everyone's went to school. Uh, so it is. Uh, it's very difficult when you're driving a large truck. If I'm driving and I'm looking that way, I have to look over the passenger side. You don't always see everything over there. So they true. came up with a solution. S R 
I or side guard assist. I think I forgot a word. It protects the most vulnerable parts of, on the road. Say there's someone walking with a truck driver won't see, riding a bike. This will alert them. It, it first appeared on Mercedes trucks in 2016. Now it is required in Germany and the EU by 2022. It works with radar sensors mm -hmm. and uh, cameras, four cameras. It'll let you know what's going on with a little... Uh, light on the dash. Right? And it's kind of like uh, the two kind of debates. is You use radar, cameras, some kind of LIDAR. What is the big thing? So radar, I can tell, I can I can see that mm -hmm. because with radar you can tell that if it's a biker, you know? Yeah. If it's a person next to you. that I mean, that makes sense. Especially and adding it in their trucks. They cannot retrofit this system to an older car. So if you have your 87 Mercedes that you cherish, they're mm -hmm. not going to do it. So that seems a bit... Probably have to go through the body of the car. Yeah. To put the sensors in the right location. And you just don't have the power capacity. It's a shame, really. Yes. But Mercedes also wants your car to talk to other cars. The next Merce up, up one. Okay. Ah, okay. The blue one. Mercedes thinks it's a good idea if your cars talk to each other in the traffic lights. Absolutely. Yes. With vehicle to vehicle and vehicle to V to X, which is traffic lights and stuff like that, and a 5G network, first in 1978 it was first offered an all-wheel drive ABS. That was Mercedes. Right. Offered it, so they've always been on the uh, cutting technology. Not only do they they have a graph down below. Mm. Okay, so we see the different kinds of all the uh, infrastructure, and not only that, it works with ways. They're going to wow. allow you to have ways on your on your car. That's a reason to buy. That's an automaker right that listen to their customers. They're Absolutely. like, "What do you want? Ways." Fine, we'll put it in the car. It communicates with traffic lights, road sensors, has warnings and on the dash to tell you everything you need to know. And it will also, this is a step towards full automation. Mm -hmm. And it will also talk to BMW, Ford, Volvo, and several other cars. Now, when I went to U the UTI, which isn't the urinary, urinary tract infection, that's something different. It's a universal technical institute, which uh, I had teachers who worked for Mercedes. One of them used to be the number one Mercedes-Benz technician in America. Well, he's And he told us about advanced technology that we're going into Mercedes, and one of them, he said, this kind of system will be adapted soon, and that was way back in 2008. That he was telling me about this. So, Mercedes has been thinking about this. Generally, I think the rule is look about at Mercedes, I think it's the E Class, the top mm -hmm. of the line Mercedes with all the bells and whistles. That's what's going to be in your car in about 10 years. Yeah. So, it, the trickle down for technology, that's about so right. So, rich yeah. people buy this shit so I can get it quicker. Absolutely. That's why you got to have people buying the top models so everything trickles down and we see what works. Absolutely. Look at the guinea pigs. Cadillac has a four, as a, this is a new all electric car that they're making. 
They okay. claim it will be able to do, it'll be fully electric with a 400 mile range. They're going to base all their electric designs off what they call the skateboard design. I think okay. we've all seen that with the wheels and like the battery system and all the engine parts and just one thing and they just plop the body on top. Okay. Yeah. That's their uh, idea. Ah. It has finished the clay modeling stage and they thought, you're going to love this. It's not available till 2025. Oh, Lord help us. So you're not going to get it anytime soon and nobody... That's the guy responsible. He's the designer. Director, yeah. Brian Smith Pants. Paints? Brian Smith Paints. That's a weird name. I know. Fucking people. You should have been a So you're gonna be able to get a you're gonna be able to get like, you know, and a sedan. You're gonna be able yeah, to get a sedan, all SUV. this stuff. I imagine, you know, you get like a Yukon. That's gonna be a special body. Oh, right? this I like. The designer said with the first picture was his design. Yeah. He said crisp features, blending muscular design with a beautiful surface. <sighs> Don't you see it? I think they see the cutting edge, uh, the sharp edges as muscular, the very black, uh, very vented uh, front grill, and the curve. very sleek curves, curves, making it beautiful on the side, and having that seamless kind of into the roof windshield, mm-hmm. very sl- very light light uh, uh, little lights. Little no, slits. No, I don't think the windshield goes back as far as you think. I think that's it's probably not, just the paint. It's yeah. just black paint. Yeah, it's it probably just the, the long, you know, for effect there. But they wouldn't allow him to do that. Yes, but it does look nice in that picture. I will say, absolutely. McLaren is doing something new. Oh, are they? 3D printed parts. 720S has 3D printed parts. From Computer Fluid Dynamics. Okay. The car they're working on. I think the green stuff is not going to work. You're going to scrape yourself on the road. That, that's air. The uh, path of an air It molecule. looks black. Uh, there, there is like, it goes here. Well, it's supposed to be green, but you, you guys know the green screen by now. It, it, you get it, yeah. Yeah. That car is not cut in half above us. It's actually a green flowing stream to where the you seven, see the blue stuff out there. It's It's that. This is the 720S. It uses 3D printed parts. It'll have 800 horsepower with a 4 liter engine. And it has red underglow in the engine. That's one of the pictures. Uh, to accent the muscularness of the engine, I guess. The beauty of it. Besides the. You'll have to go tail back and go, or go down. Yeah, besides the tail, it's nothing else on that is yeah. red. There you go. There's some underglow. It's why, why I give white and the red. Doors. Okay. Look, yeah. Let's look at the engine yeah, like instead white, of all that shit on the bumper. White stuff. Okay. Oh, wow. It, that's the bumper <laughs> off. It's like the Batmobile there. Yeah. That's nice. There it oh, is. Yeah, man. That is amazing. And this was in Florida. I tell you what, if anybody tells me they're going to pop their trunk, that is better. That that is what that, I better that's, see. That's, All right, I better see that. That's what you expect else. if you buy a McLaren. You yeah. see the accent lights. I'm like, what's oh, up? Yeah. The worst. Beautiful. Oh yeah, nice, amazing car. Kind of feel like they should be red. The blue. What you know you, what? Superman? The blue on the interior, the red on the interior. Sometimes at night, it's a bit much. Oh, it's a beautiful engine. Look that at that. Good. That is fantastic. Oh, yeah, that looks good. 800 horsepower. But speaking of engines, Chevy has a brand new crate engine that they hope you will love. Oh, boy. 
They're calling this the Performance Crate Engine and now has 570 horsepower. 540 torques are crammed in there. The current LS7 only has a measly 505 horsepower. Okay. Aluminum F-body oil pan. Squeezed a little bit more out of that orange. Ah, There you go. It says a wet sump oil pump. Is does, yes. does that imply that there's also a dry sump oil pump? Yes. The dry sump oil pump is like what you will find in the Acura NSX, which is essentially it there is no oil pan to hold your oil. It there is about like, you know, 12 to 18 drain plugs in the engine that so, you have to undo systematically to make sure that you undo the you know, when you change the oil mm-hmm. that you get all of so the oil no, out. So there's no like central oil pit. It's just yeah, in this, the engine. This little thing right Whereas here but between one, our heads right here, this is an oil pan. That is mm-hmm. the wet sump system. You have a pump down That's where the oil is It's more. It's, not it's the, the traditional kind of oil system in there. The other there. way sounds very expensive to change. It is. Uh, Accurate. Yeah, their uh, oil change. It's a lot, When you're buying a six-figure car, if you're complaining about an oil change, get another car. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. There are benefits to both systems. So if they're getting 570 out of that, that's a decent engine. Absolutely. And it, especially out of a V8, it's impressive. It's nice. LS472, 570 crate engine for your next project. Maybe you could even put it in this next vehicle if you wanted to. Absolutely, because this next vehicle has less than that. This is the all-new Chevy Silverado, and we're going to be doing a comparison of the interiors. But let's... Talk about that front bumper. Yeah, they're going very Ooh. bold on trucks. Like you've seen Ford, they that, literally spell uh, their name out hmm. on the front grille. You know what? Ford is short, but Chevrolet is a very long word. If you were to put Ford well, that's, here well, and yeah. Chevrolet, it would cover us both up. Yeah, it's 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 a strong statement. It looks like it belongs in an action movie. Kind of looks like it's Optimus was supposed to be like Optimus Prime's cousin. Yeah, yeah. You know, Minor Prime. Yeah, Minor Prime. Maybe Prime Squared. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Funny math joke here. That would be good. And you know, he would be a a, a cousin, like a, a, a hillbilly cousin. This Chevy Silverado has a 6.6 liter V8 engine that produces. 401 horsepower. Nice. Duramax. 464 torques are put in there, and they call it a whisper quiet engine. Mm-hmm. They got that Allison transmission that they proudly display right there. On if the 464 torques are not enough for you because you're working construction or whatever people do with trucks, a lot, yeah. They have a turbo diesel version. That is part of a camera system with 15 cameras for multiple angles for towing. (coughs) Maximum towing capacity of 35,500 pounds, which is 54% more. The turbo diesel has a 6.6 liter V8 engine producing 445 horsepower and 910 torques. All that you need out of that. Zero to 60 in 7.4 seconds. 
probably not towing. I had another teacher in the diesel classes. 35,000 pound towing capacity. They loved tugboats. Because of their diesel motors and how massively I'm sorry, did powerful, you say tugboats? Yeah. How massively powerful those engines have to be guiding the well, yeah, you have to down. use one or two to move like And it's a huge everything. diesel engine. But it's the only thing you can do. It has you need that torque that you get fifty two percent more towing capacity. Mm-hmm. Because it's diesel, yeah. Fifteen cameras, the price range ranges from thirty six thousand to seventy thousand. I gotta tell you, like <clears throat> people at the trucks today, their grandfathers and fathers have to be like calling them pussies because we didn't have a camera hooking up the hitch. <laughs> we didn't have three different views. This Michael, it doesn't, it doesn't have. It is. 15. I imagine the guy's name. It has Michael. fifteen different views, and that is so. This is where they talk about the interior. Yeah. Let's see if we can go down or up and see an interior. Show. Will somebody else have a cowboy hat? I don't. I, I don't. I think that's one of those Australian hats. There's okay. the front of it. That looks less. It's better than the red. It's better dark, than the other one. Dark colors, so it hides away the ugliness. I like that one more. They don't have a picture. Well, they said the interior is rather disappointing. So because it's plain, it's an American car. Yes. So I have other American cars that we're going to compare it to. The Ram. That is the Ford. Oh, let me go to the Ram then. All right, the Ram. This is the Ram interior. That's that not bad. Looks like a nice interior. Yeah, but this is from RamTrucks.com. Yeah, I like the big, gigantic. Uh, looks like uh, not a touchscreen. Remember who? Bad. Remember who owns them? No, remember who owns them? Uh huh. Yeah, I know. Fiat. Uh huh. But it looks nice. Would you say it's a nice looking interior? Yeah, except for, you know, the gear shifter that's a a dial that people are going to be like, Turn up that jam! Reverse! (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that's going to be a problem. I already gave you my opinion. We're we're going to move on to our next uh, Give us your opinion! I just did watch the The Chevy Silverado. There you go. See, I did put it in there. (laughs) I thought of it. This Uh, is from Chevy.com. We go down. It should have a picture of the interior. I mean, you're trying to sell the truck. Show me the interior. No. Duramax engine. Towing capacity. What the hell? Stupid drive mode. All packs. Nope, they don't want you to see it. It was here when I tested it. There. See? There's the cameras, probably lower. Well, that's a small camera in comparison that, to Compared that to the other one, that's really small. Yeah. I, if I was backing something up, I'd prefer the other camera. Yeah, I mean, because one, that is like almost like a Nissan camera. Yeah. Very bubbly. Like, ooh, that's yeah. not a very high quality camera that they're putting it's like in. A, it looks like a touchscreen. There you go. There's a, There's a the better interior. look at the interior right here in the gallery. Oh, just click on the next image. You can see it from the front view. That one looks like a much nicer interior than they gave the reporter in the last story. Uh, yeah, but that's like the luxury. That model. looks like the if you're going to spend seventy thousand, that's what it'll look like. But still, the screen is tiny, man. It's yeah. better. It's probably touchscreen though. Yeah, which means in the sun, it probably won't last. Yeah, and you got your standard Chevy buttons there. and dials, yeah. and it looks like a Chevy. I don't Regular know what they're talking shifter? about. It no. looks fine. No, the seats look nice. They look like that. Looks like some quality leather. I guess. 
in those teeny that portion there. Yeah, that tiny portion has looks fine. To it me. may have a decent quality of leather there. And then we go to the Ford here. That one kind of looks more boring than the Chevy. It's kind of well, yeah, yeah. The screen's the same size. It's just boring and yeah. That's boring. So we say this, whatever, Texas edition. Texas edition, really? That's a special edition? It's for Texas. Sell your Apparently, that will do very well in Texas. Once upon a time, Kia sold a a Lotus. No way. Probably in uh, China or Japan, I'm assuming, from the front license. It is in the 90s. Well, South Korea. Days of the Miata, when that first came out. It has a 1.6 liter engine, 102 horsepower, or 162, because I can't read my writing. Front wheel drive, whereas the Miata, at the same time it came out, it had rear wheel drive, which is... More just very popular nowadays. You know, next to nothing else on the road, it looks very fast. Yes, next to nothing, next to trees. Yeah, and a camera from a freaking helicopter. For, oh. Don't you know a follow car? No, no, I, no. You got to go. Fa- you got to go helicopter so it looks fast. And set a camera in front in the road in front. It does look very 1990s. Yes, very. Whereas the Miata has sort of gotten better looking in its age. More modern in kind of, the places that it even needed. when you look at the the older ones, yeah. I kind of I kind of like them. They're re- now they're really nice, probably because of what they did yeah. with the new one. So the big problem they had sold only in the entire time of making them three thousand eight hundred and fifty five. Oh, that's why because the the Miata was only a third of the price of the Lotus, yes. and not only they made three thousand. They sold 900. There's only about 1,000 cars remaining. 1,056. But then again, you can find one. If you're a collector, you can find one for about 10 grand in decent shape. Yeah. Know what you're looking for. You know a Lotus when you see it. Yeah. It has a very distinct shape, but yeah, this one looks looks very. It looks like it would be fun to drive. And the fact that Kia. Yeah, got Kia it. Sold it. Tried to sell it. Yeah, but you know, if, with that Miata, you you probably can't. Although it is a Kia, so it's probably made of plastic and Legos. Oh, okay. Like the old Kias. Yeah, the old ones were. So they on, were uh, they were uh, the car of the people, yeah. sort of, but not really. Which people? On that bombshell, uh, we, we go to the motherland. Yes, our motherland. Our, we're yes, ours. Our motherland, not yours. The century. Yes! That's what it says, not what I said. So, no, we're not German. We're Romanian. Is the the Romanian Dacia? You may remember it from Top Gear, and James May loved the Dacia Sendero. I think this looks a bit too sporty for James. Ah, I love it. I would take one in an instant. Sponsor me. (laughs) Hashtag Batman. The the one thing they did point out that this is longer. This is a uh, prototype. This is longer than the E Class at one hundred and ninety eight point five inches long. So that's a really big car. It's going to be. Pro- I would imagine it'd be hard to park a big thing like that. I don't care. I like a small car that's just slightly. <laughs> it's from the motherland. Oh, we would love that car. Absolutely. 
If it's allowed to be sold in this country or driven in this country with the laws of... If not, I would still park it in the driveway. That'd be nice to look at. Yeah. 124-mile range. This is their electric concept. I think it is a great... Yeah. Great body style all over. The words nice in the wide back tires. Yeah. They Very light nice. up and it's a bit weird, but I like the whole car. It's got great design. Very interesting, almost sedan hatchback kind of styling with the it rear It does look there. like that back should lift up and give you all sorts of room. little so thing there, yeah. In. Boop. Pop it up. Like the old Integris. Yeah. Used to have a hatchback, but yeah. it was a sedan, but it's a hatchback. So that is very interesting, and none, uh, I would expect none other than Romanian engineering right there. Yes. Look so, for it in... LED lights, all that, electric. I yes. like it. Look for it in Romania or wherever you can buy it. I don't think they sell them here. Then again, if you can afford shipping and taxes. Yes, Subaru is upping the Crosstech. In 2021, Subaru is giving you more power. Mm-hmm. Well, Subaru would be fun to do. Yes, they're going with brand new brand new engine. That's the only thing that they're changing, which probably for the good thing. 2.5 liter engine, 182 horsepower, 176 torques, variable transmission in automatic and manual. The old version only had 152 horsepower. Mm-hmm. Subaru's still there, trying to get you to where you're going to go. This is what I found interesting. The automatic gets 29 combined miles to the gallon, which is probably what you're going to get. The manual version gets 22. Yeah. Used to I, it used to be the other way around. That's because of computers. In this uh, day and age, that's why they with the hypercars you find and supercars especially, you find that they go with the flappy paddles if you think you can do it. But generally, uh, letting the transmission do it and the people hate those stupid flappy paddles because they never work. Well, here's the thing: that car and the computer in your car can shift that vehicle more accurately now than your brain can send a signal from your brain to your hand. Oh, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for and it. It, that is the kind of precision level that we're looking at, whereas that does that take away from the driving experience now? Now, with the flappy paddles, they're trying to accommodate. It's not the same. It's not going to be the same. But in, if we're looking towards the future, you can't look at something staying the same. You have to look at adapting it to a way that everyone is still going to enjoy the experience that is driving because that is what brings us together with these and that's what makes us passionate about these cars. So while you still have to have a uh, a love for driving to be an enthusiast in the future, you also have to be willing to change and adapt with what works. Absolutely. I will stand off my soapbox now. You can get one for about $23,000 to start. There you go. Sensible car that'll last you a lifetime. It's all you with need to a buy. lot of oil leaks. Now, what's Lamborghini doing? Well, it looks we've like had I'm enough not. sensible for today. <laughs> looks like they're doing an 809 horsepower Roadster. Let's just get ridiculous. Whoa! Look at that! Like those taillights. That's what I expect from Lamborghini. Yeah, man. Lord. I like the front end. The front end. I'm like, oh, okay, all Absolutely. right. Absolutely. And then spider eyes. It has a six point five liter V12 engine. Wow. 
Okay. Orange wheels, or brown, or whatever color that is. Okay, Spidey. They have two engines. They have a 785 horsepower standard. Are you okay? Are we bothering you? We're bothering the dog. He can't get comfy on the pillow. Excuse us. It has a 785 horsepower engine and a 48 horsepower electric engine. It goes from 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds with a top speed of 217 miles per hour. There will only be 63 cars available. And how much do you think it would cost if you didn't look? Oh, I would imagine at least six figures. $3.7 million. Okay, so I went under, but still. Each. All right. It looks like an amazing car. Yeah. That really wouldn't be practical for everyday use. Unless you have stupid. I probably couldn't pick up the groceries. Uh, Unless you have stupid money. Yeah, I don't have stupid money. I don't have any money. Like, I'm sure The Rock can afford it. Oh, yeah. He'd look good in it. Is he too big to fit in it? Yes. I that you know, that's what is interesting about actual car reviews. A big person mm-hmm. would he fit. Yeah. As opposed to us, which were very Richard Hammond shaped. That is exactly how an ex of mine, her father, judged on whether he it is a good car or not. Can I fit in it? Do okay. I feel comfortable of riding it? Because he was he a very was, uh, American. Very American. Very so American. his uh, I can't argue with that line of judgment. Like so, this guy. Unfortunately, a legend in the Porsche engineering mm. world, or just in the engineering world, has died at the age of 90. Oof. Nice run. Ooh, what a name. Hans Mezgers. Hans, somebody. He He's seizing. For- somebody get something so he doesn't choke <laughs> his tongue. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm going to try that name again. We can call him Hans. Hans Mesger worked for Porsche for three decades. Ooh. He worked on the air-cooled 911 Boxster Engine 6. Mm. The 917 Le Mans Engine. Yeah, and that's the engine they're covering with their dirty words, but yeah, man. <laughs> uh, do they have a picture of the engine down below? Let's see. Because, I mean, that's especially designing an engine. He joined... No, they don't. He joined Porsche in 1956 directly out of the university. There you go. I'm saying, just engineering that just legendary engine is just enough to solidify you in history. His design philosophy was a brilliant one. Build the best sports cars for the road with lasting impressions. There you go. Lasting impressions, meaning reliability throughout the time. So, absolutely, that's a good lasting. Line that's of part of a lasting impression, especially like when you see some of those uh, Porsches. You're like, "Ooh, I'm going to remember that." But that just goes down to the German philosophy of making a car, for making it to last, making it for the people, and you know, and yeah. really putting your all into the design and having a practical uh, mind when you're designing. I'm glad someone's doing it. Absolutely. Well, you know, some people can argue with German engineering what they will. It is still legendary in its own right. Next, what is the Cayenne doing? Well, it looks like it's 453 horsepower. For 2021, returns to V8 precision. The old one was not V8. It looks completely different. It does. It looks 
Yeah. Oh, wait. No, it looks exactly like every other fucking Porsche ever. And it just looks like an SUV. I don't, I don't. It has 435 horsepower, 4 liter V8 engine that will produce 453 horsepower <sighs> with 457 torques. 0 to 60 in 4.2 seconds with a top speed of 168 miles an hour. So your friend that owns the Lambo is going to blow right by you. Or that guy from last week who has the stupid chip on his car that only lets him go 112. Yeah. Okay. That's something. But, I mean, Cayenne, my only problem is that Porsche looks the same. If you have 100 to $112,000, you yeah. can have one. Well, I mean, if I had $112, I would... I honestly, I probably, probably wouldn't. Go, I'd, I'd, I'd I wouldn't go, buy this. I wouldn't buy this, but I would go with a Porsche. I'd buy one of those ridiculous Maserati things. I, mean, I'd, always I would go with. I would go with the Porsche though, be because you know why? Very simplistic. Yeah. Batman drove a Porsche. Yeah. Well, and it's look up year Porsche. one nerds. Batman drove a Porsche. Okay. That's how you could trust it, because Batman trusted it. Yeah. Are you better than Batman? I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Is that the? La- I believe that's yeah, the last. story. That's the last story. That's all we have. And we can always end off on Batman. Yes. Like the new Batmobile, which has everybody saying that it looks like a Mustang and it looks very. We classic. have fresh comments. Hey, my buddy Corey Vance, is that the sexy Batman? Why, yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you very much. Corey. <laughs> uh, Clearly, you're 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 a bit blind. So we won't hold that against you. <clears throat> but I am liking that the the concept designs that leak from the new Batmobile, especially pulling from you, really see Mustang vibes from that, and that's why mm-hmm. Porsche, Mustang, Batman's a car guy. Yeah, many people. I would say he's the ultimate car guy of the week. Sure. If I had to give that title out, I'd give it to if Bruce we'll Wayne. Give it to Bruce Wayne. Batman. Feel Batman. Free. Don't say his name. Batman. 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 Yes. Right. Tip of the hat Stop to Batman. And drop off a bag of money. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We don't want his loved ones getting killed again. Yeah. I mean, if there are any left. But Probably. on that bombshell, uh, we would want you to go over to pjandwh.com where you can find the funniest moment of this podcast as well as all of our podcasts. Saturday nights, you'll find the uh, brand new series, Let's Play with Your Projangers, where uh, Big Brother and myself go through the region of t- the country of Tamriel. World? Continent. The world, the continent of Tamriel. General area of Tamriel. Skyrim, Greymoor. In the vicinity of Western Skyrim. But it's it's a lot of fun. We're very. Our main man, Linky Doodle, Nord Necromancer, the dual wielder, not that guy. He can't dual wield anything. He is going through on a quest to become a vampire, and you can join in too. But we also come here every Sunday night with Lug Nuts and Monday night with the Triforce Podcast, where we go over all the latest geek geek culture and nerdy news. And as I always promise, this has been a long drawn out goodbye. I'm Matthew Bugrell, the Matman, Stephen Bugrell, Big Brother, and our hero of time, Blink Diablo, comfortably sitting on the pillow now. And it, remember, it doesn't matter if you drive a Porsche. Or a McLaren. Nothing rolls without lug nuts. We'll see you next time, gang. Bye-bye. Everybody else is like, we got 200!
We got is 250! It? He's like, yeah. hey, how about a million? Cadillac. And pushes on this that This is my seat fantasy of people who oversee. Yeah, the seat back. So in that left rear seat, if it's getting too much money pushed on it, it's going <laughs> to pop too much stress on the seat latch. So but they'll fix it, and then you can... If your, do duffel, if your duffel bag of money is too full, then it could pop open, and then if somebody shoots... <laughs> Lone lug nut and screw? Lone wolf and cub? Lone lug nut and screw? No. Okay. Yeah, it's so fun to me. Brought to you by Mercedes... Etcetera. You may not know them, but you've ridden in their buses. They're a bus company. That's why they're. Uh, it makes sense because they're doing bus tech. Big, big bus tech. Big trucks. It's now acquired in the EU. I like doing it on my phone and waving my hand like at the force. Well, it's clearly the phone. <clears throat> you mean you don't have force powers? No. You want to sit in the picture? Oh, uh, I was going to be Mr. Go. Wilman there. Uh, uh, for Utrada of Babandbar. Why? I'm going to end it. And it did. That's what happens. Gets cut off. I gotta tell you, that was probably one of my favorite podcasts yes, so far. It's fantastic. Podcast number one thirty one, man. But they're gonna go right here and they're gonna click that subscribe button. Ugh, they're gonna mash that one right up there because that's the best purgingers wall hangers video for you. And right over there, you're gonna find all of the lug nuts podcast in all of their glory. Drive on. Bye. <laughs>